What's in the queue? 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 I know I sent a reminder to tell you something. No, but so she's she's QVC shopping because that's what she's doing on Sunday morning. Yeah. And uh, Curtis Stone actually makes some really really good cookware. Like we've got one of his we've got one of his pans, and I'm telling you, it is the nicest pan I've ever cooked on. It cleans up fantastic. It's giant, oh. so like I can cook you know, five or six pork chops in a pan at one time, which is sometimes very difficult to do. Yeah. Um, and so she found, he's got this like long flat top griddle thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That you can cook on a stovetop with. And I'm like, it's 40 bucks. Nice. Yeah. All right. Let's go for it. Yeah. Um, my aunt is heavy into home shopping network, like real deep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like she should just work there because then maybe she'll get a discount. Yeah. But so she likes all the Wolfgang Puck stuff. Mm, okay. So I've I have got received nice some cool Wolfgang Puck items. Okay. Um, the one I really love, it's a pumpkin. What? Yeah. It's a, it's a um, ceramic pumpkin. And it's got the like the little lid with the little stem for the handle. It's oh, really that's cute. Adorable. Yeah, but like she got us like the whole like um, pairing and carving things to like, you know, make all the pretty sure. fruits and such. Yeah. Um, that's come in handy actually. I, I was like, what am I gonna do with this? Well, and then it's... you have two little sushi chefs yeah. living in your house, so yeah, no, they need those little knives. Yeah. Well, like I've carved watermelons <laughs> yeah i do things like you do you know yeah whatever um did i tell you that we might actually end up being on the same shift <gasps> yes you did send me a text message with that yesterday and i was very excited about it yeah. because oh my god if i could have another friend on the same schedule as me instead of all of my friends who are on second shift, including uh, my beloved. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> I know, right? Like, we could do things. Yes. <laughs> Our children could do things. Yes. What? what? I know. No, I would love that. I know, right? <sighs> I. Here's hoping. Fingers crossed. Are I, you trying in the same department that you're in? No. Ooh. No. <laughs> Where are you going? The new. <gasps> the new, new, new? The new, new. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, I, I'm scared. That's fair. Because. It's hard to, it's hard to hold that shift in yeah. that line of, in that department. Yeah. Um, well, and I, I don't like change. Mm. My, my job right now actually is so nice and I will never not never have it again. Yeah. It is seriously the nicest job I've ever had Aww. in my life. I hate mine so much so right I'm now. I'm really sad about it, Aww. but I want to be with my kids while they still actually want to be with me. Exactly. Because before I know it, they're going to be like, ah, I hate you. Go yeah. away. Then go back to second shift. <laughs> right. Then yeah. I'm like. Because then you'll be getting home right about the time that they're trying to sneak out of the house. Yeah. Can't do it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No, it's definitely mom win. <sighs> um, did I tell you about my $600 washer situation? No. Um, okay. Well, we have one of those agitatorless washing machines. It's really uh-huh. nice. It's a great American made company with American made parts made by Americans. <laughs> it's falling yeah. apart. Oh. Um, oh. yeah. Because apparently there is one bolt that holds the um piece that spins the whole bin around there's one bolt that uh is loosening up because the gears have uh ground down ground themselves down in three years what yes so to replace those gears uh six hundred dollars I'm just going to go buy a new washing machine because fuck that six hundred dollars to change out those gears like Ugh, I'm so I'm so frustrated. So we're not gonna get the same brand. We are not gonna get the same brand. I don't even know if I want to get an agitatorless one again because it's really nice because it's a big giant open bin and you can put the king size comforter in and there's plenty right. of room for it to wash and it gets it's washed really great. But this piece is coming off, so now I'm to the point where I have to pop this cap off, take a seven sixteenths ratchet ratchet wrench, tighten this bolt back down. So that my flipping washing machine will wash the clothes. Seriously. Yeah. Not cool. It's not cool. Does it start with an S? It starts with an M. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. All which right. I was very surprised with. Yeah. But I also, I I, uh, I went price shopping at a big box store last night. Yeah. And the very over eager uh, sales associate made sure to let me know that major appliances are only designed to last five years. If you can get a major what a five bunch year, of baloney, yeah, that kind of forced obsolescence bullshit pissed me off last night. Like I get it in a cell phone, I get it. Okay, it is a tiny computer in your pocket, right? I get it, but this is a freaking washing machine. There is no flipping way that it should only last three years, yeah, and then fall the fuck apart. Well, because my um, washing machine is about. At least 12 years old. Yeah. At least 12 years old. Yeah. No, I take that back. It's almost 20 years old. Yeah. It's still going. Yes. And it's one of the first front load. So, like, it's a Kenmore front load. Oh, my God. I remember when those came out. It's a dinosaur. It is. The the dryer died. Yes. So, we have this new, huge, beautiful dryer. You know, so, like, secretly I'm hoping for the washer to die so I can get the matching washer. Sure, okay. But I'm like, come on, baby, you're still kicking. Yeah. My clothes are clean. It's not ripping anything. See, because now I'm going to get into this phase where I have mismatched appliances. Yeah. And it already bugs me in the kitchen because I have, I've got a Whirlpool and a Maytag and a Samsung and an LG I've got four yeah. different things in my kitchen, and it bugs the heck out of me. Yeah. And now I'm going to have a mismatch washer and dryer, and it's, I'm Well, mine is... It. I mean, mine looks very obvious, because, like, the dryer's really tall, and mm. then the washer's all short. That's okay. Um, but, you know, and, and I was kind of worried. We got a Samsung dryer. Okay. okay. And I was a little worried about it, because we got the Samsung microwave... And about three months into that microwave, the bottom three buttons don't work. What? So, you know, if I want something in for one minute, I either got to choose, like... Two minutes and take it out. Yeah, like, I can't... There's no zeros, there's no nines, and there's no eights. (laughs) 
that I make it work. No, I mean, yeah, no, like, yeah, no, we we make it work. But, like, again, yeah. I just feel like I shouldn't have to pay this much money for stuff. Something that's going to break in three to five years. Yeah, this is just... It's hogwash. <sighs> Capitalism is the worst. Jim Jones was right. Let's all be socialists. Oh. <laughs> no, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> hey. 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 Welcome. Welcome, everybody. It is what's in, in the, the queue. queue. <laughs> oh, oh, I was going to try to say it for one. We are not your mom's Netflix. <laughs> We're not. No, I don't like saying it. It's your thing. You have to say it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like our last episode, once yeah. again, we are literally not on Netflix. No. Once we are again, not your mom's Netflix this week. We had to travel to the youtube we're back we're back knee deep into youtube which again if you want to watch documentaries about cults that's your fertile ground yeah be careful yeah youtube is dark and full of terrors and alex jones but it's got some good shit out there yeah i mean you might end up being in a cult if you spend too much time on youtube oh you will judging by the comments i read accidentally last night on this documentary yes now that said the documentary for this week. It is also available on Hulu. Yes. Um, we are watching Truth and Lies. Yeah. Waco. 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 Um, and it's an ABC. It was an ABC special that they put mm-hmm. on, um, what, two months ago? Yeah. They're, all the networks are racing to put out their Waco documentaries this year because this is the 25th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's a big, it was a big year for that. But um, just for ease of watching, it was just easier to watch it on YouTube yeah. for, for both of us. Yeah. Um, but it is it is available on Hulu if you have the Hulus as well. Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about Vernon Howe. Oh, hey, Vernon. With your... I kind of want to just use that name. I, okay. But nobody will know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody. Well, people who listen to us will get it. Yeah. But no... Um, when they told, I didn't realize his actual name was Vernon Howe. I thought his name was actually David. Yeah. Like his mama named him David. Right. And I knew he changed his last name to Koresh for whatever, for reasons. I didn't realize his name was Vernon Howell and that he chose the name David to show that like he was anointed of God. Can we just call him Vern? Let's call him Vern. Yeah. <laughs> so, Vern! Uh, <laughs> God used to talk to Vernon Howell. Oh, good old Vern. Um, no, he, he was from Texas, it sounded like. Mom's named Bonnie. Um, Bonnie is a problem. Needing to speak to some professionals. Bon, yes. Okay. Yes. Now, listen, I, okay, I know that earlier this week, it, and it's great that we're doing this documentary this week, because earlier this week, uh, Joy Behar from The View, she got into a little bit of hot water for saying, Something that I've said for many years now, um, if you talk to God, that's praying. Once God starts talking back to you, like actually talking to you, like you actually hear the voice, in, voice of God in your head, I really feel like you need to talk to somebody about it. I'm not saying it's not God. I do feel like you need to talk to somebody about it, though. Right. Yeah. Like what, like what level is it? Yeah, like how because is there's God a very thin line of... You know, and that's and that's a common phrase used. You know, you you pray on something and God speaks to you. Like it's it's to my understanding the notion of you know if I'm questioning should I do this or should I do that, 
and you know what's the right path to choose you pray on it and and then your answer becomes clear to you that's sure. used as a reference as god spoke to you sure on that this documentary makes it pretty clear right from the start and i i will say all documentaries have their bias of course this documentary makes it pretty clear from the start that god was speaking like in a voice out loud to david yeah vernon Vern. Vern. <laughs> Vern. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, no, it, it goes into some of the early days of, of Vernon. Uh, yeah. Can we just, I'm just going to call him David. All right. I, I can't, I can't say Vern. I can't say Vernon with a straight face. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, Vern was a, a, had a troubled childhood. Um, he yeah. was, he was a very disheveled, lost. He's a dirty boy. He's a dirty He's a dirty bird. Um, he but had, he had a pretty sweet mullet. He had a guitar. Oh. And as someone who fell in love with a boy freshman year of high school because he had a guitar, um, I get it. Well, and I, I hey, I'll give credit where credit's due. Boy can the, shred. Yeah, he he was shredding it up. Like he could have went a whole different way. He could have been rocking it out. Sliding doors. Yeah. <laughs> Passages <laughs> in life. This choices. choice or this choice. And you know, he chose. You, you take out baby and you put in Jesus in your songs, and then all of a sudden it's Christian rock. But that goes the other way too. You take out the Jesus and you just put baby, and it's the same damn rock song. Yeah. Yeah, I get it, man. It's I get it. It is what it um, is. Yeah, no, but Bonnie talks about how, you know, she had a couple maybe emotionally, physically abusive boyfriends. Yeah. Had a couple husbands that didn't work out. It happens, man. It happens. Um, Did she ever go, maybe it's me and not them? I don't think so. <laughs> okay, if it was anybody else, I'd be like, oh, that's a little harsh. But her child did murder a lot of people. So, well, and listening to her talk. Yeah. Yeah. You no, know, I get anyways. it. Anyways. I get it. Um, yeah. I, it, you know, Vern memorized the New Testament by the age of 14. Yes. And by 18, he knew that bad boy forwards and backwards. And Yeah, he had the entire... By the time he was 18, he had the entire Bible memorized, which I, I'm... Almost positive, I had a childhood priest that didn't even have the Bible memorized when, when I yeah. was a kid. Like he, I mean, he was a good spiritual leader. Didn't have the Bible memorized. Yeah, I feel like he almost like um, parallels a little Manson for a minute. You know, with he, does. he wanted to be the rock star, that didn't work out. So, what's next? God. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> I'm yeah. just gonna be a leader of whatever I can lead I'll be on. A, a fisher of men. Oh. Another Fisher of Men. Look at Zing. that. Yeah. Um, no, so um, I, I was a little unclear watching Truth and Lies on this, but did he found? No. The, okay, no. The British, the British Davidians were already a, yeah. a thing. Yeah, it was a, it's a, a thing. It still is a thing. It, it's just an offshoot of the Seventh-day Adventists. Yeah. Um, Advent. Ad, ad, I can't, ad, ad, I can't say Advent. Ad, that, and I can't say Anemone. Those are the two words. I I can I can generally speak very eloquently. Yeah. Especially after having had some coffee. I'm hydrated. I'm ready to go for the day. Well, I cannot say Adventist and anen Nope. And can't do it. <laughs> I can't uh, do it. Well, yeah, I mean you have a huge vocabulary. You can spew out words that I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about, but I'm gonna shake my head and say yes. Yeah. Um yeah, so yeah, the it was a 
big on the doomsday prophecies. Um, yes. That, you know, one day they will come for us and, and we need to uh, stand at the ready and be ready to die for our beliefs. And, yes. And, um, and the they, the yeah. great beast, it is the government. Yeah. It's, it's not... It, it's not, you know, aliens from the sky. It's not the devil. It is it is the government, the United States government. They will come for us. Right. And, you know, when I start my cult, yeah. I, I have two cult ideas. Ooh, ooh, what Either I want to be a cult leader of the unicorns, which I think would be a lot of fun. Yes. Um, or that aliens are going to come to save us, but the robots are trying to kill us. So. Oh, okay. You know, so we need to worship the aliens and then be ready to destroy all the robots. Um, can we just go ahead and combine all of that? Yeah. And have unicorn steeds. Yeah. On which we will run away from the robots. Yeah, the unicorns will actually take us up to the aliens. Yes. <gasps> okay, because I mean, like, how else are we going to get to their spaceship? Yes. It's not like we can ride a comet or anything. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> we did Yay! it. All right. Well, now that we've got that hammered out. Who wants to join our cult? Yeah. <laughs> Send email an email. <laughs> What's in the queue at gmail.com. Um, no. So, you know, David starts his own branch of the okay. branch of Indians. He starts his own congregation. And I was surprised at how incredibly diverse ethnically speaking yeah his group was and you know maybe that's just my bias i'm thinking of a small religious sect in texas i just assumed it'd be a bunch of white people yeah. uh with guns and stuff and i was wrong like i mean I mean, one was, but well yeah <laughs> one woman came from uh what was it um uh singapore is where she or uh, no she uh she was some like so she was a socialite yeah. over in either Singapore or China or something like that. Uh, Hong Kong maybe is where I think she came from. Um, but yeah, like he had, he had people from the East coast and the West coast that had come down to Texas. He had people from Hawaii come over, which yeah. there's your Hawaii connection again. Everybody wants to mess up Hawaii. Anyways. Anything. Um, yeah. Um, so as he, Becomes the leader. Um, he starts gaining more of this total control. He started bending the Bible um, to his ideas and that he was actually the Messiah. Oh, yeah. Like, there, there's one girl that she talks a lot. Kiri Jewell. I, lo- I love yeah. her. She talked about how, you know, David had a lot of insecurities about his skinny legs, his big nose. Uh, you know, like, and so he changed... Oh, his inability to pick up women. Like, he literally changed the words of God to be like, you know, and you will find in your prophet uh, skinny legs who can shred on the guitar and you (laughs) shall bear his children. You know, like, are you kidding me? Not to take away from (coughs) Henry Zabrowski, but it's very... (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah, uh, it, it started to become, you know, the... The men were to be single and celibate. Yes. Um, if all you came there with celibate. a wife, guess what? That's not your wife She's not anymore. Your wife anymore. Um, all, and I do mean all of the females were yes. to be his. Yes. Um, either you were actively his wife, mm-hmm. or you were being groomed to be his wife. Yes. And Ki- and Kiri Jewel, she was she was around eleven. Yeah. When he took a fancy 
to her, he would take her on his motorcycle, which was like super special Yeah. because he didn't even take the adults on motorcycle rides up to uh-uh. the mountains and he picked her, which yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm definitely not mad at her because right. she's 11. She's a child. She's literally a child. I'm her a little, mom's I'm a little upset at her. this. I'm a little upset at her mom. Yeah. I mean, mom was already mom one was of already his a wives. Wife. Yeah. Um, and the 20th wife. Yes. At that. Um, and, and she was grooming her daughter to be with Vern. Yeah. And to the point where she actually drove Carrie to a hotel to be with David and things happened and the, um, rape. Yeah. No, that's, that's definitely rape. Yeah. Definitely rape. Um, and Carrie's dad was like, yeah, I didn't even know what else to ask after that because it was, it was David. Yeah. He, I I mean, he knew. Yeah. You know. What was I supposed to do? Um, the, we're getting to the point where we have Bible study three times a day. Yes. Um, we have now moved into our compound that we're building. Right. We, um, we've got 77 acres. Um, it's called Mount Carmel. It's outside of Waco. Yeah. Um, literally out in the middle of nowhere. Which, luckily, Chip and Joanna have totally changed the face of Waco. <sighs> Man, they have fixed that up. Uh, thank God for Chip and Joanna. <laughs> Um, no, but again, like what, what happens with all these cults that we talk about, you get your leader, mm-hmm. you get a group, mm-hmm. you isolate, yep. you work that group yes, nonstop physically yes, and, and, and physically and emotionally long 20 hour days. Yeah. Um, and a little bit of, of, of life at Mount Carmel, like I said, Bible study three times a day. Yeah. There's no heat. There's no, no electricity. No running Women water. Women do not wear makeup, no jewelry, long dresses. Um, they didn't eat dairy, no, oh. uh, flour, no processed flour, no sugar. What now? Do you, do you remember why we don't drink milk? Why don't we drink milk, Krishana? I don't know. Why? Can you tell me? Because that's baby food. Milk is for babies. And I'm a grown man and I have my own cult and my own church and I don't need to drink baby food. Okay. I'm not a baby. I'm a grown man. Uh-huh. Sure uh-huh, thing, Vern. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, if nothing else made you go, hmm, maybe something's wrong here, that should have made you go, maybe something's wrong here. Red flag. <laughs> Tossing up the red flag. You know. Um, yeah. So, now, a little context for for their compound, for Texas, for America at that time. Mm-hmm. You are out in the middle of Texas. Texas, love it or hate it. It's a god and gun culture. Right. It, it is what it is. That's just who they are. That's just a thing. You worship God. You go shooting on yeah. sun, you know, on Sunday afternoon after, after church. You go with your family. You go hang out on the range. I, I will say there's there's a lot more gun safety Yeah. teaching kids early on how to respect guns as weapons of death. Yeah. You know, uh, that there's, I guess there's that to say for it yeah and and, you know the the thing is too i mean they talked about the fact that they were like yeah we we knew we were in a cult we laughed about it yeah oh every single documentary we watch about cults everyone's like yeah we're pretty sure we were in a cult it's a cult it's cool wouldn't it be funny if this were a cult people probably think we're in a cult you are in a cult you're totally in a cult um yeah so so you've got your god you've got your guns Mm -hmm. um and 
I mean, it, this is current to this day too. There's a, a gun show culture, yeah. a gun show market where you can go and buy guns and not have them registered in the same way that if you went to like Cabela's or something like that. Right. Um, so David wanted to, da- David knew the great beast was coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he knew the government was going to come get him and he knew they had to be armed for it. Right. And, and part of that training, that readiness, um, was spankings. Um, spankings. Oh yeah. Because beating your children, you had to be in line. They talked about, we didn't have time to argue with our kids. If it was time to be ready, we had to say ready and they had to go. Right. So we beat the crap out of our kids. Yeah. So they knew what we said goes. Yeah. And even the adults got spanked, beat, whatever, to be in line. And um, a lot of the the kids were some of the biggest um, people on this documentary speaking about a lot of this stuff. And they were talking about just literally being in fear 24-7. Well, you couldn't ever do anything right. Right. There was nothing you could do that was right. Yeah. Um, Gare Bear. Um, You know, so we're starting this ramping up. Um, really getting ready. Um, and then Ruby Ridge just occurred. Yeah. Ru- yeah. Ruby Ridge was only a couple years before or a year or so before yeah. this. And, and what had happened there was, uh, a family had gone up to the mountainside kind of, they wanted to draw back from society, yeah. which, okay, this Off is America. Grid. Yeah. You have that option. I don't know specifically what happened to get the government and them two arms together but so, something happened where the i believe the fbi and the atf went yeah. after this family yeah for gun possession yeah. uh, killed his wife and kids yeah yeah that is a whole like there's a really good documentary on netflix Ooh. ruby ridge okay We'll save that um, for after Colts month. Yeah, I think it'd be a good one to talk about, especially with going with all of this stuff. Um, and so it, it, it there's a really, really good one to watch okay. on there. Um, so if you're into that, wanting to know more, um, check that out. But it, what it was was setting the scene in the culture because there was this um, movement of this anti-government, um, they didn't want the control, you know, the fear of, you know, gun grabbing, um, you know, all this stuff. So, you know, we talk about like in War of the Worlds, people were primed, right? all this stuff. So all this stuff was happening in our culture at this time. And it was, it was mainstream in your face 24 seven. Sure. Um, well, you've got cable news networks that are talking about this stuff nonstop now. Yeah. Um, well, and I mean, the, this isn't necessarily covered in the documentary, but watching truth and lies Waco, I, I got to thinking, you know, D- David very much focused on an end of days philosophy. Yes. Um, and pulled heavily from revelations. And what I remember from my 13 years of Catholic education is that revelations was written talking about the end of the end of days in the in the idea of the end of the Roman government right uh, you know talking about how Rome will fall and looking at the similarities between late stage Rome right and 20th century America I'm like okay yeah no David I get it I get it right I can see how that message would resonate right I mean definitely for somebody who's already experiencing 
levels of mental illness, um, when you start seeing things on TV and on the radio and in the newspapers that the government's just going after people, especially somebody with the same basic ideals as you. Right. That's just going to feed it. It just reinforces what you're, (laughs) what you've already been thinking. Um, yeah. So, you know, and, and at Mount Carmel, you know, they had a little bus bunker. Yeah. Um, the men slept on the first floor. Yes. And the women and children and David slept on the second floor. Yes. So he was had access to whatever he wanted whenever he yeah, wanted. Yeah, I mean, they had a very organized compound. Um, generally, it looked like it was well put together. Yeah. Um, so basically, where things started going south... <laughs> You got this whole group that's totally isolated. People, you know, kind of knew about that. All these guys were there. You know, Waco, it's a small town. No, I mean, and there were neighbors to the property, but neighbors 77 acres away. Right. You know, good fences, good neighbors. Yeah. Mind your business. Yeah. Um, so, and you have them, you know, dealing with all this stuff with Ruby Ridge and David saying, you know, they're coming, they're coming, they're coming, they're coming. It's happening. And all the meanwhile... They're buying guns at these gun shows. Um, there is um, some calls and stuff about questioning about some child abuse things going on. So the the cops already kind of have some things yeah. going on yeah, with the, them. Yeah, the a FBI little bit. does have an open investigation for yeah. them. In addition to the ATF. Yeah. Um, they what what kind of led the, what brought the ATF in was. They ordered a box of grenades. Yeah. FedEx guy delivering them uh-huh. dropped the box. Yeah. Holy shit. Whoa. Uh, box kind of breaks open. A couple grenades rolls out. And the FedEx guy just kind of like, like backs away slowly <laughs> while not making direct eye contact. Bye. Immediately goes and calls the FBI. Like, dude, I just delivered a bunch of grenades. I don't know Ow. what to do. Gary, Gary don't slam the door open. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's that's really what kicks into the high gear. Um. So we start off with uh, 72 or 77 agents. Well over 70 ATF agents. Two, uh, lots of people. But. To serve a warrant. Granted. A search warrant. I'll say, I'll say this. Let, well, I'm going to go back and forth on all of this. Okay. Yes. Okay. That, that's it's fair. A, it, it's a little bit of both. Yes. <laughs> um, so they knew, A, there's grenades. They know that there's a box of grenades. Yes. They know that there's probably a crap ton of firearms. And they know that these are doomsday people. That so is fair. They have all these things in their mind. That is fair. Um, and at the same time, they were like roided out, ready to go. Okay. <laughs> I think that's they, really, it, it was overkill. It was... It was overkill on both sides. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Fe- February 1993, that's when the ATF plans on executing this search warrant. Right. They had over 70 agents mm-hmm. um, uh, tactically geared up. Yes. Ready to go. Um, They had had a guy inside the Branch Davidians. <laughs> yeah. Uh, inside Mount Carmel, who was like, kind of, he was their eyes and ears. Mm-hmm. He was, he was kind of letting them know, yeah, there's some weird stuff going on with child brides. Yep. But there's so many guns. Yeah. 
And on the day that the search warrant was supposed to happen, media had gotten word that this was all going to go down. Uh-huh. They got lost in their search for Mount Carmel, stopped a postman yeah. who just so happened to be a member of David's church. Yeah. David's church got gets tipped off. Yeah. And now they're ready. And the guy that they had on the inside was like, hey, guys, they know you're coming. Yes. They know that you're coming. You should probably not. Let's let's write me out. Let's reschedule this. uh, Reevaluate. Take five. Reassess the situation. Yeah. Take two for safety. And yeah. (laughs) Guess what the ATF didn't do? (laughs) Did not listen to this dude. <laughs> they were like... Which, God forbid, you would have a guy on the inside and then actually listen to him... Right. ...when you had that advice. And what one of the... I didn't write down any of the FBI guys' yeah. names, ATF guys' names. No. They're all just... It, they're all nameless government dudes. And I, I, I feel kind of bad about that, but whatever. There's um, a lot of names to write down. There's so many names. <laughs> one of the dudes was like, I started... You know, I didn't think we should go through with this, but we've already spent so much money on it. Which right. now, knowing what our government spends on a defense budget, like, I can't even... Nobody has that thought anymore. Right. It's like, well, it doesn't really matter how much we spend because they're just going to keep giving us more money. Right. And I, I kind of feel like it was the thing of, we're ramped up. We're ready to go. We are the FBI. We're the ATF. We got the biggest balls of all. Yes. We are going in. Yes. Man. Yeah. No, that's that's basically it. Can't nobody break my stride. Can't nobody <laughs> hold me down. Oh, no. <laughs> keep on. Okay. And they did. And they did. Um, so they approached the house. David's right there at the front door. And they're, you know, doing their, rah, 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 we got to search, blah, 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 blah. Door slams. And the shooting begins. And it is... 30 minutes of non-stop and shootout. Not only is it a shootout, it is still unclear to this day who shot first. Right. Uh, the, you know, the branch divisions are like, well, we didn't shoot first. And the ATF's like, well, we didn't shoot first. Well, one of you guys shot first and right. or you guys both shot at the same time. Uh, Which, right. honestly, I kind of lean that way. Yeah. I mean, because it's highly plausible either way. Yeah. You have two groups... Very amped up, who yeah. both who are both one hundred percent sure that they are in the right. Correct. Who are both very armed, so well armed. Oh yeah. Well, and, and you know, the Branch Davidians are like, well, this is the crap that told you. Here's the great beast. Yeah, <laughs> it's here, and they're like, well, we told you these guys were crazy gun toters. Well, and like one of the one of the Davidians called 911 from inside the compound mm-hmm. and was like, there are agents, there are people on our front lawn shooting at us. Tell them to stop. Mm-hmm. Like, just the idea that even even as isolated as you have made yourself as a community, you still, like, he still reached out to 911. Like, they're not crazy. They, okay, they weren't crazy. Like, capital C crazy. They, were they had some ideas that were on the fringe. Yeah. David Koresh was obviously crazy. Yeah. But the average Branch Davidian was just this guy or just someone who was like, yeah, man, I just want to like worship God and live on my own. Right. There's, yeah. 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 Um, so at the end of that first little 
siege there. Um, you had six of the Branch Davidians were dead and four ATF yeah. that were that were killed. Three who were shot and injured. Yeah. And so there's many a, casualties. So much video and all that stuff of the outside because yeah, you know, and there is a lot of the inside as well. What they could recover. Yes. Uh, well, and I think a lot of that came from phone calls with the FBI and the ATF because obviously they had to record all of that. Yes. Um, but yeah, no. Watching the media coverage of the of day one of the shootout, like it's a war zone. It's a literal war zone. Yeah. What weird note did you write? Well, I told you I wrote these notes in the dark at night after work. That's fine. And I circled this thing, so it was important. I had that for last week's episode on Jonestown. I had had a a shorthand name of a sermon, and I had it circled from... Like, Jim Jones makes a really good point here. And, yeah. Yeah, who knows? (laughs) Uh, Notes, man. Notes. Yeah, uh, so here we are, day two. The media circus... Oh, man. It is. It's going on. Not only is there a media circus, the FBI and the ATF, the the tactical agents on the ground versus the negotiation teams on the phone, during all 51 days of this siege, Mm -hmm. they are not on the same page. Yeah. They have no credibility because the things that one of them is, that one side is saying, the other is not doing, Mm -hmm. um... They're li- they lie to the media. Oh, yeah. And the media has enough has enough balls, at, at least in that day, to call them out on those lies. Right. Like, the, the whole reason they said that they wanted to execute this search warrant in the compound and not just go pick David up on the street is, oh, well, David just doesn't leave the compound. Right. Well, the media immediately goes and talks to everyone in Waco. It's like, yeah, no, David comes and gets, like, nachos and a Diet Coke every week. Yeah, he goes jogging, da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. He's got this job over on the community college doing landscaping. And so the media's like, why didn't you guys just do it this way? Mm-hmm. And the FBI doesn't have a straight answer for him. Right. Um, so now we have over 100 uh, police and federal agents. Um, you've got over 100 people inside Mount Carmel. Yeah. And they were talking about they had, you were lucky to get about eight ounces of water a day. Yes. And uh, two MREs a day. I mean, Gary, I love that. You, just don't put your head right there. That's it Which, makes me feel weird. <coughs> um, having eaten a lot of MREs <sighs> in my life. No, this was back before the MREs were good. I was lucky. The MREs were good when I was in the army. Yeah, they had things like cheese tortellini. Nice. Oh yeah, it's good shit. Now these '90s MREs. No, 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 mm-hmm. no, definitely mm-hmm. not. Potatoes, oh rotten. Mm. Um, they, yeah. they did have a video, they, uh, I believe like the agents or whatever gave them, um, a video camera so they could, you know, cause David wanted to say his thing. Um, well, and, and, they, they, and wanted... they wanted to get a peek on what's going on inside. Yeah, sure. Um, that helps them cause they can map out the place. They can, you can see profile the David. Yeah. You, the, it, it. I mean, it, it was a really smart move. Yeah, it makes sense. You know? Um, so you see these videos of David talking, and he, he's calling up all of his children, and you they talk about, like, you could tell that the kids were totally afraid of him. Did did you get that vibe, though? I did. Did you? Because did you see... I, I mean, 
Af- they were definitely afraid. Afraid of what was going on, I'm sure, it was a okay. huge part of it. Because, okay. I mean, they just witnessed a big shootout, loud noises. They're children. They don't know what all this yeah. is. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you could see how, like, they were just like, hey, hey. you know, okay. they were, you know, turned off. Okay, fair enough. How's that? Does okay. that sound good? Yes. Um, so... Um, day four, we're to the point where we have 90 adults, 20 children. Um, David's like, all right, um, we'll come out if I can record a message that gets broadcast. Yeah. And they're like, okay, okay, sure. I mean, if you just want to say your stuff, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so he did and they did. Put it, out, then, put it out on the local Christian radio station. Yeah. And then the, it was like, they were waiting, waiting, waiting. Why is nobody coming out? What's going on? And the Davidians inside were like, yeah, we started packing our bags. We're like, okay, we're going to get out of here. Yeah. Uh, we'll figure it out on the outside. Yeah. Um, God said well, no. Yeah. Vern's like, well, the big God dude was like, hey, my, my BFFs, man, don't, you got to wait. Yeah. So the... So that just really pissed off the, all the federal agents. Right. ATF. Like, they were like, well, now you're making us look bad again? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. not happening. You're supposed to come out. We kept our word. Da, 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 da. So, hey, we're cutting your power. We're no rolling water. in some tanks. Yep. We're going to um, have a few of our helicopters just kind of roll through. Just, like, um, buzz the property, like, every hour. Um, yeah. We're going to throw some lights in there, play some loud noises. and uh, We're going to play music at all hours of the night. We're yeah. going to play Reveille. Not Reveille. Uh, what's uh, what's the one they play in the morning? So Yeah, Reveille. We're going to yeah. play Reveille to wake you, uh, you know, at all hours of the night. Yeah. Um, our recorded messages to come out. Yes. Da, da, da. Um, so it was push time. You guys are going to come out. So psychological warfare was at a thousand percent. But that said, it was completely ineffective. And, and the guys on the inside were like, that's, that's all you've got. That's, that's what you think is going to make us come out there and and get shot. Like, no way. I get to like, like that. I mean, that would wear on me. I don't Um, like when our little... Yeah, we yeah sounds go off. We we have yeah listeners. We have this alarm system at work that if something is not right on the job, then you have to sound this alarm, and it is awful. Yeah, it is awful. I I can't stand it for more than twenty seconds. I don't know how somebody did this for thirty days, basically. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, we're rolling on day twenty-seven at this point with all this stuff going on, and I get to like. You know, the agents and stuff, they're like, well, everybody's watching us, so we have to try and be as diplomatic as we can, or this is going to be even worse. Sure. Da-da-da-da-da. It's so all, we're it's showing our restraint, yeah. but we're saying, we're trying to do as much as we can, blah-blah-blah. Because it, by this time, I mean, we're up to day 40, like, it was, it was a tourist, tourist attraction. Like, you would yeah. go pack a picnic and then just go watch the siege. Yeah, guess who? Guess guess Get, who? Yeah, guess who? Guess who came? Oh, just you know, Timothy McVeigh. No big deal. Who's that? Whatever. Who's that? What? Just, just, just no big deal. What? Just dude. I mean, technically, is he another another Indiana claim to fame because 
Um, he did die here. He did die here. I forgot about that. Yeah. Out in Terre Haute. Yeah. In that prison that's out there. Uh, I mean, whatever. You know. Um, yeah, no. Day 40, they let David Crush's lawyer go in. Yeah. Which, which the agent guys were like, yeah, we've never let a lawyer into a crime scene before, but we didn't know what else to do. So. Right. Fuck it. Um, yeah. David's like, okay, we're going to come out. I just need to write down the seven seals first. Right. Which I had to dig deep into my 13 years of Catholic education because we didn't focus a lot on revelations or anything like that. Uh-huh. You know, like that just wasn't really my church's bag. Right. But I was like, oh, yeah, the things that get opened before the apocalypse. Right. Okay. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, you know, it, all this time they're like, okay, what do we do? Are we going to go in? Are we going to try and just kill him? Like, what are we going to do? Because what can you it, it's do? just going and going and going. And we can't just like put a fence around it and Mount call Carmel it the Mark Carmel Cor- Correctional. Federal. Yeah. <laughs> we can't do that. Um, so here we are. Day 51. April 19th, 1993. Um, they talk about that it was a super windy day. And they talk about that, you know, it's a lot of flat land, not a lot of trees. So the wind just, cuts. It, the, yeah. Have, have you ever been... No, we you have not been down to that part of Texas, have you? No. Okay. Yeah, it's flat. There is nothing to stop the wind. Yeah. Except you, and then the wind blows you over. <laughs> right. Well, like Hawaii has like the trade winds, and right. it's a lovely breeze. It is a lovely breeze. <laughs> um, so tanks start rolling in. They got mm-hmm. this big, huge arm extending out from the tank. Does it have a real name? Do you know? Uh, I just called it a battering ram. Oh, okay. Yeah, it well, had, yeah. It, had a, yeah. it had a battering ram on the front. and They were, like, duct taping. They were like, yeah. <laughs> right, let's construct this. <laughs> this is fine. This is fine. This is fine. Um, they are playing this loud message, and I wrote the message down. The, um, this is not an assault. Do not fire weapons. If you fire, fire will be returned. I mean, but it's, like, kind of like an attack. Yeah. It's kind of like I think they were like, well, let's make it more uncomfortable because if we smush down right. as much as the places we can, they're not going to have as much places to go. Well, plus they need a hole in the wall to dump in the CS gas. Yeah. Have you um, have you ever No. Okay. Cuz it's not it's not great. One time I got um some mace or pepper spray. Yeah. What one of those. Um my friend <laughs> had it in her car. Okay. And it fell and then yes. into the car. Yes. So. So you kind of know. That sucked. That sucked real bad, but yeah. we were like laughing and dying at the same time. Of course. Of course. Basic training. They, yeah. send, they send you, they send you to a gas chamber with CS gas and your gas mask. And they do it. They do it to show you that this mask is effective, and this mask will save your life. Because then they take that. They shit make off you, they right? make you take it off, and <laughs> then you have to now say your name, home address, and social security are number. Are you kidding me? While you are pouring snot and tears, um, one dude, one dude, uh, they forgot to give like his the. There's a little O ring on okay. the filter. Okay. His O ring was misplaced. So his filter wasn't filtering anything at all. So he took one step into the gas chamber, freaked out. It took it took about f- like ten minutes of yelling at him before the drill sergeants were like, "Give me the fucking mask," and they were looking at. It, they're like, 
Oh, hey, buddy, let's go get you a new mask. Come on, let's Sorry, go. Sorry, bro. Yeah. So what, I mean, what is the difference between, like, mace and that gas? I think it's just the uh, intensity of okay. it. I think this is, it's, they're both obviously non-lethal, less than lethal. I don't want to call them not, non yeah. They're less than lethal. I'm sure somebody's died. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, But... It's just, it's just supposed to make everything so unpleasant. You can't see, you're dripping snot, you're coughing, you're vomiting. It's just, it's just very unpleasant. It's not fun. It's a bucket of not fun. It's not great. I've done it. (laughs) It's not fun. I can speak from personal experience. Not fun. You know? Yeah. Again. Thanks for your <laughs> Thank you for your tax dollars paying for my college education. Um, um, yeah, so, yeah, so they're they're crashing in there. They're tossing this gas in. And the whole idea was to force them to come out. Right. If the, if the whole place is filled with that gas, they got to get out. Well, and the Branch Davidians are like, well, we've got gas masks for the adults. Don't know if you know this. They don't really make a lot of gas masks for kids. Right. So it, it, that, that was one of the questions. I'm like, well, did you guys know that they had gas masks? And right. did you know that the kids wouldn't have gas masks, but the adults had... Like, that was one of those questions afterwards. Where I was like, oh, come on, United States government. What are you doing? Right. Um, right. And, and again, I, I do feel this tear. Mm-hmm. Like, part of me is like, you dicks, there's kids in there. At the same time, they're like, this was probably about the nicest thing we could do to get them out. Right. <laughs> We're trying to get them out. Like, I right. get... I just... It is. Things it were is just a, a muckety mucky muck muck muck. It's two piles of everyone fucked up. Yeah, I mean everybody was doing everything, jacked up. Um, they talked about you know so they're like soaking towels and putting them over the kids' faces to try and help, which I feel like that probably didn't help. Uh, probably not, because it's still uh, gonna be in your eyes. Um, but around twelve twelve is mm-hmm. when three separate fires start. Right. Uh, and again, not unlike that first day. Nobody knows who fired the first shot. Nobody really knows exactly how the fire started. There are those who say that David's people started the fire. There are those who say... Did you hear the recording part, though? Yes. Putting gas everywhere. But how did they get that recording? What is that recording? Where was that from? Was that on the phone with the ATF that you could hear over this? Like, again... Two big piles of what the fuck. Right. And if you go down the conspiracy trail, um, they told the, the federal agents totally lit those fires. Oh, sure. Um, because then you don't have any evidence. Right. I mean, they have to, I mean, they just got to destroy everything that they've done. Right. Um, um, but there's a couple Davidians who were like, well, I'm pretty sure David ordered, like David started the fire that way, because now he has control over the situation again. He's right. like, okay, well, you, this is happening to us. Well, I'm going to do this so I have control over it. Well, right. And I think they were talking, too, about the kids that they did get out over the course of this 51 days. Yeah. Um, had drawings of this big fire. Of, of Mount like, Carmel on see. fire. Yeah. That's, and then, when yeah, when their caregivers would be like, well, what is that? That's none of your business. You'll see. Yeah. That's not fucking S- creepy. Right. And... Honestly, do we put it past Vern not to do it? No, I mean, absolutely not. There's a very real possibility either way. Yeah. Um, I I don't know that we'll ever know for sure. No. Because. I mean, we're 25 you know. years in and, and we still don't. Yeah. Still don't um, know. Uh, it, and, and, it, and it just goes. Oh, yeah. It went up. Well, one, fire. Two, 
dumping gas and accelerants all over the place. Yeah. Three, Texas wind. Yeah. 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 I uh, mean... By by 1222, um, some of the Davidians are starting to escape the compound. Yep. Um, they are... Ta- I'm pretty sure they're all taken into custody. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a huge explosion, though. Yeah. And one of the, one of the media people she was on a show called a current affair they they use her test they use her um story for mm-hmm. a lot of this documentary she's like that's when we knew that this was over oh no, yeah no one else is getting out of this this is the end this yeah. is this is how this ends um by the let's see by the end of it um david is shot in the head yes you know because again because coward fuck that guy um So this, I mean, this flew the conspiracy people all up. I mean, they were, they were ramped, amped, and ready to go. Oh, yeah. Because this was totally, to them, this was totally the government's fault. Oh, and the Justice Department put a gag order on, on the ATF, on the FBI, during the investigation, during the congressional hearing, no one could talk about it. And what happens when no one official talks about something? Everybody comes in with their own opinion. Yep. Motherfucking Alex Jones. <sighs> Interventional child monsters. Dave Crush was a good guy. Government, the government did this. I'm so I fucking despise. sick of him. I'm so fucking sick of him. I've watched him go from this tiny little speck in Texas to he's Trump's BFF our president's BFF yeah what's happening anyways um yeah so I mean and it's still like it wasn't a cover up did David do it did did it did it did it what went wrong what went right what blah 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 blah. and you know to go back to Timothy McVeigh he was moved by this oh yeah this was a catalyst this was a catalyst for him this yeah this was his tipping point yeah and a lot of people do say that maybe oklahoma city was revenge for waco i think timothy mcveigh said that yeah um, <laughs> again if your uh leader your your pastor your whatever you want to call him um start saying some interesting things you gotta Hey, don't take a second. Don't be afraid to throw up that red flag. Yeah. Um, always talk to each other. Talk. <laughs> that's Just that's the talk. other big thing we've noticed is uh, there's no talking between people. No. <laughs> no. Well, because if you if you talk, you are wrong. Yeah. Don't. If don't somebody's be, don't telling be you not to, to question them, question, question, them. question all of it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um. So again, we've had um. A lot of people dead, including a lot of children dead. Yes. Um, Seven, 70 some, 70 some dead, 20, 20, 20 some or so children. were kids. Um, we need a palate cleanser. Uh, hey, let me get that palate cleanser pulled up. Um, um, why don't you tell everybody to find us on the socials? Yeah. Uh, we have a Twitter. Yep. We have Instagram. Yep. We have Facebook. Yep. We have email. We we realize that social media is bullshit right now, but we're we're a shiny little happy spot of, of we're not gonna be dicks to each other on the internet. Yeah. We're just we just wanna be just be, let's just be friends, man. Yeah, be nice. If 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 you don't like what I'm digging, that's cool. That's cool, man. If I don't like what you're digging, that's cool too. Also cool, man. Consent. Yeah. Be kind. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. 
Hey. Hey. Go out to what's in the queue and say what's up. Mm. There's your palate cleanser. You know what? Oh. Oh. Because we do need a party in the USA. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. God, I hope we don't get sued. Miley, be our friend. And then it'll be okay. But look. But but don't be our real friend. Just. Well, we'll be internet friends. Yeah. But again, just like, just don't be a dick, guys. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't kill your kids. Don't do that. Don't join cults. Don't join a cult. All right. Okay, bye. Bye. And let it play to the chorus. Get ready. Oh, yeah. Oh, hurry up, Miley. Come on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> bye, guys.